This is Hugh J. Martin, and you're listening to the Write a Novel Podcast, providing you with the tools and instructions you need to write a novel. Hello, and welcome to week 18 of the Write a Novel 2021 Challenge here on the Write a Novel Podcast. Another week, another 3,076 words. How do you feel about the pace of these writing sessions so far? Are they working well for you, or are you having a hard time keeping up with the daily word count goals? Well, feel free to let me know how your writing is going by tagging me on Twitter at QJ underscore author, or by going to anchor.fm slash write a novel and sending me a voice message that I can include in a future episode of the Write a Novel podcast. Hopefully, you haven't had too much trouble keeping up with the daily word goals. As of right now, you should have a solid 6,152 words written. This week's assignment, obviously, is another 3,076 words, but that means that at the end of this week, you will have a grand total of 9,228 words. Now that's pretty awesome, right? You'll have managed to do one-fifth of a NaNoWriMo with a fraction of the effort. Of course, it goes without saying that it's important to keep your writing on track. Now we have 15 scenes in total plotted out for the first act of our novels. By the end of this week, you should have 7 scenes, or nearly half of Act 1, finished. Now, I do have to be completely honest. I'm focusing a lot more of my time on creating these episodes than I am on the actual writing of my novel. So as soon as I've written and recorded this episode, I'm going to take a few days and really try to blitz my writing to reach those word count goals for the last couple of weeks. And once I catch up, I look forward to being able to update all of you on the status of my writing, any problems or challenges I may have faced along the way, and how I managed to overcome them. So, of course... It goes without saying, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening on so that you can be notified when I release Season 2, Episode 19. Okay, so in last week's episode, Episode 17, I talked about point of view, often abbreviated as POV. Now, most fiction books are usually told in one of two POVs, either first person, for example, I run for my life, Or third person, for example, he ran for his life. Second person, you run for your life, is a common POV in choose-your-own-adventure style novels. But the odds are pretty good that when it comes to your novel, you're going to be choosing between first person and third person. So, of course, the question is, which POV should you use when writing your novel? Well, you might assume that this would be a pretty straightforward question with an obvious answer, but surprisingly, that's not the case. Each POV offers its own benefits and drawbacks when it comes to developing your story. And of course, you want to make sure that you pick the one that is best suited to drawing your reader in and keeping them eagerly turning page after page. So let's consider both POVs and see what the benefits and drawbacks of each of them are. So third person is one of the most common and without a doubt the most versatile POVs that you could write in. 
It offers many benefits to new novelists. For one thing, you can follow different characters throughout the story, seamlessly making the readers aware of things that the main character might not have seen or noticed. Now, this helps you to avoid shoehorning awkward moments into a first-person novel, just to make sure that the reader knows what they need to in order to understand what's going on. If you want to make a short chapter before the final showdown to reveal that the bad guy is actually just a misunderstood young man doing what he thinks he has to in order to feed his family, you can easily do that. Once the main character is about to deal the killing blow, your readers will be savvy to just how much the villain is going to lose in that moment. Third person also comes with the comfort of being what we're used to. Remember the examples I gave to illustrate POVs by comparing them to the placements of cameras in a room? Okay, so think of a movie, any movie. I can almost guarantee that, ignoring just a couple outliers, whatever film you thought of was shown using the third person style camera placement. It cut to different characters to show their reactions to the events of the movie. It cut to the spy in the bushes that the characters don't know anything about when they're discussing their big plan. It spent a few tense moments showing that there is a bomb right near the characters' feet that they don't even know is there. And with the exceptions of films with narration, our opinions in these movies are not being affected by hearing the main character tell us what we should be thinking. And finally, it's much easier to write a novel in third person, because the only voice that you have to develop is that of the narrator, or, usually, yourself. You don't have to be in character for every single sentence of your 50, 60, 100,000 word novel. Rather, the only times you'll need to write with the voices of your characters is when they have dialogue. Now, first-person POV is a more recent favorite among authors, especially in the world of young adult or YA novels. Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, The Maze Runner, The Hunger Games, Divergent, and even Fifty Shades of Grey, which is obviously not a YA novel, but began its life as a fanfiction for Twilight, which is a YA novel, are all written in first-person. Of course, any author can write in any POV that they want to, but I feel comfortable in saying that in order to write well in first person, it requires you to have plenty of practice in your writing craft, as well as the ability to fully inhabit your character for every single word that you write. And if you think writing distinct dialogue for each character is a challenge, Writing the whole novel in the voice of your main character well enough to convince your audience that they're reading the character's own thoughts is certainly even more of one. In many ways, however, the benefits of first person far outweigh the challenges of this POV. First person, especially when written in present tense, makes you feel like you're right there in the middle of the action, like you're watching events take place in real time, and most importantly, like you have direct access to the main character's very thoughts, allowing for maximum character development every step of the way. Of course, things can never just be that easy. There are other factors that go into choosing the POV that you'll be using for your novel. As an example, last week I mentioned that there are several different variations on the third-person POV. 
you can write in third person limited where the story focuses on only one character. In many ways, this is like writing in first person, even down to the ability to include your main character's own thoughts. You can write in third person limited, but limit yourself even further by never going into the main character's head. In this case, you would only be giving a summary of events as they would be seen from a camera hovering behind the main character. You can write in third person omniscient, switching to a different character for every chapter or section, or even every paragraph in your novel, as is done in Dune by Frank Herbert. Now while I found this method to be extremely confusing, more of an obstacle to overcome than an added benefit to the novel, maybe because I was listening to the audiobook, many praised Dune for having tense scenes shared between multiple characters, alternating between each of them so that you can see what they're all thinking, and then compare that to the lies, deceit, and misdirections that they share with each other in their dialogue. In summary, one of the most important things that you'll need to consider when choosing the POV for your novel is what sorts of qualities your prose needs to have in order to fully engage your readers and keep them interested, page after page, chapter after chapter. And that is what I'm going to be talking about in the next episode of the Write a Novel 2021 Challenge. Your goal for this week is to write 440 words each day. Again, you're aiming for 3,076 words this week, give or take a little bit. So strive to reach your goals and shape your outline into a first draft. Do not strive for perfection at this stage in the writing process. I promise we will be editing soon, and that's a time when you really want to look through your writing and shape it into what it needs to be. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Write a Novel podcast. If you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, you can find it at thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts. If you'd like to listen to future episodes, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening on. And be sure to give it a rating while you're at it to let me know what you think of the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash qjmartin. For your convenience, all the reference links will also be in the show notes. Thank you.